Michael Yo Show. Celebrities, pop culture, and comedy. Hey, what's up? It's Michael Yo. Here's the deal. I want to tell you a couple dates. I'm going to be having a birthday show. You know, uh, uh, I'm having a birthday coming up, man. What? I'm getting old, Ernie. Getting better uh, with it, with like a fine wine, my friend. Oh, <laughs> I told my wife I'm halfway done, like literally in life, and she started crying because like, <laughs> she's pregnant. I was like, "Honey, I'm halfway done," and then she started crying. She's like, "I don't want to be alone," but she's pregnant. She's very sensitive, you know what I mean. But uh, yeah, I got a big birthday coming up. But I do want to mention. I have my birthday show at the Pasadena Ice House in California, November 22nd. Uh, yeah, so I would love to support. I have special surprise drop-ins. What? Yeah, some big comedians are going to be popping by for my birthday. So if you want to see an awesome show on my birthday, I'm going to host it, uh, you know, introduce my friends. So some big comics are stopping by November 22nd. Friday night, 8 o'clock, Pasadena Ice House. And then I'll be, um, I was supposed to open this place up, uh, the new Hard Rock Hotel in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, Have you yeah. seen this thing? I actually have. It's like a guitar yeah. hotel. So I was supposed to be the first comic to open it up, but I couldn't make that weekend. So December 19th, can you put it up on the screen? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, 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 right there? there. Right, right is, there. It, is it right here or right here? Which, Wherever which, you want it. Where you want it? Yeah. Right, like, <laughs> right here or right here, Ernie. Put it right here. One of these. Or maybe both. What? Whatever. So December 19th through 22nd, I will be Hard Rock Hotel in Fort Lauderdale at the brand new Hard Rock. It's going to be amazing. I think I'm doing six shows. I'm in hot demand, people. Uh, please come out. Please support. You know, I used to do a radio show out there. Y100 in Miami. Oh, is that like your old stomping grounds? It is, is, man. I used oh. to be, I, you know, you know, you know why Pitbull became Mr. Worldwide? Because no. I became Mr. 305. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Anyway, uh, so my shows, once again, November 22nd, Ice House, my birthday show, uh, Hard Rock Hotel, Fort Lauderdale, December 19th through 22nd. Very excited on the podcast next, right now, right after I finish talking, Rick Fox and Sasha Fox. They're in this brand new movie that's coming out called One Fine Christmas on Own. You know what Own is? You know who owns Own? Oh, yeah, I do. Who? The Big Mama. Who big, all, who's huh? Big Mama? Oprah Winfrey. That's Network, right. Baby. It's all about Ooh. Oprah. Yeah, don't mess with her. So it's going down. Rick Fox. Sasha Fox. We'll be right back. It's the Michael Yo Show. Hey, what's up? It's Michael Yo. Okay, if you like the show, please support it right now. Just go to iTunes, give it five stars, leave a comment, and subscribe. It does so much for the show. It helps get us into the top of the charts. And we're building momentum, man. We're so excited about the show. We're so excited about the guests we have coming on. So please support the show. It means a lot to me. Subscribe, comment, give it five stars. And please share it as well. Uh, live set of studio right now, Rick Fox, Sasha Fox. Now, this is your first time working together on OWN. A movie's coming out Friday, November 15th, One Fine Christmas. Let's start with you, Sasha. Yes. How hard was it to work with this man right here? Oh, God, it was ridiculous. Thank you. It was ruthless. Thank you. I mean, we had, what, like two scenes together? Yeah. Like a mm-hmm. good, we had one scene together that was alone. That was the fun one. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, we had like two scenes, but it was like, you're really easy to work with. We Thank like you. did it real fast. Took yeah, notes. I love how she's giving you notes. You did good. Yeah. You oh, yeah. good. That's been the case uh, for a long time. Uh, but no, it was a, it was a joy to be on set uh, with yeah. Sasha. She's been on set with mom and dad for years, whether it's on Broadway or 
or movies her mom or TV shows her mom has, have made or Staples Center watching her dad play or some of my some of my sets as well. Uh, she's been doing it her whole life, so I know she would be comfortable on set. But she's uh, also made films and made movies and as a director and a producer. And so quite so proud, proud of this one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I so, get to brag on her today. Right. There you go. So you yeah. never got the, hey, entertainment industry. I don't know if you want to get in it. You never got that from the parents? No. I mean, if anything, it was always with acting. They'd be like, do you really want to act? Like, be a director. Or like, be like, I make films. So they were like, stick with directing. Like, you can control everything. And I was like, I don't know. I kind of like it all. Like, I like directing, editing, acting in it. And so, but they definitely supported me throughout my entire life. I mean, there was never like a, be. there's always be careful, but they were never shied me away from it. They always kind of like embraced it and like helped me, you know, achieve whatever I wanted to do. And so with, if that's with tips or like, you know, anything like that. They yeah, just, I thought it was, um, I, a, I thought you were a natural as a kid. No matter how much we tried to yeah. you know, slow the the tempo Did down. Did you try to slow it down? Yeah, she may not be aware of it, but <laughs> <laughs> we've been we've been putting. I was aware. <laughs> but look, you know that that was more. I think that was more really a, as a focus as, as parents knowing that we wanted her to have the education and, and get through high school, get to college, and. And at some point, you know, I don't think it was probably a day that didn't go by that she was, you know, had this anxious feeling of wanting to get started. And I think it just comes with, A, growing up in the industry, being around it, having friends that, that actually maybe gravitated to working in the industry a lot sooner than she started working in the industry. It's it's our world. I mean, we, I think it's one thing to grow up with one Entertaining a parent, it's another thing to have two, two, yeah. and then also siblings that are <laughs> that are musicians and and uh, brother uncles that are actors. So it's just it's like the family business. Like speaking about the family business, it's a sense of excellence in the family business. Was it tough for you to be like once you're in it, you have to live up to this expectation because you're always going to be, you know, Vanessa's daughter, yeah. Rick's daughter. What well, did you ever feel that, and did it give you anxiety? Yeah, I mean, like for sure. I know that for my sister, she's a singer. And the big thing for her was that she wanted to make a name for herself. Like in the beginning, of course, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, that's Vanessa's daughter. That's, you know, like that's what she's known for. But then I feel like now, especially for her, like she's proved her talent and has definitely grown out of that. And that's what I like always strive to do as much as I'm like, yeah, no, I want to be connected to you guys. Like I want to be able to be like, who's this guy? Like it's a footnote. But at the same time, like, you know, I want to be able to. Make a name for myself, which you know, everybody does. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's just exactly. natural. It's just you know, it's a but, it's a validation of like, oh yeah, she has you know talent. She has that kind. But of... But I also agree. You need to accept if you get oh, some benefits. Oh, too. Yeah. <laughs> you need to use them benefits, girl. Yeah. When I was a kid, I, de- I was always afraid of using that. I was always yeah. afraid of having that people being like, oh, like she just got that because of her parents. She just mm-hmm. did this because of that. And it just like I, I didn't feel like I deserved anything. And this was actually the first time that I, with this role, I was like, oh my God, like, was it? And then I was like, no, like they, gen- like the casting director genuinely was impressed in what I did. And I kind of had that validation of like, oh wow, like we got something here. Like this Good. isn't just like, you know, something that I'm connected to. This is, you know, it helps, definitely helps, but like, it's much more than that. As so. a parent, it's so hard to see in your kid the talent 
and and share it and have them believe it. Yeah. <laughs> because mm-hmm. you're bragging on your kids. Yeah. You're really proud of them. But this is something that, you know, Vanessa and I have done for years behind the scenes, maybe not so much uh, in front of her always, is can you believe this is our kid? Holy right. cow, like what? Aww. She's like so gifted. And so, because you're just, you, you don't, you don't in any way want them to feel entitled. Uh, you want them to really actually find it on their own. And she's been able to do that, but she, she's our hardest critic. I mean, she's such a perfectionist. And I think it comes from obviously having parents that are always striving to do the best they can. But, uh, I think she sometimes can let in a little more how, how, um, actually talented she is. Well, what do you think about it? about your family because we've seen the opposite where you know uh, a kid comes from a celebrity uh environment and they go on the wrong route you know uh early on what did you build within Sasha to make sure she stayed on the right track well i think you, you, it takes a village right yeah. um i mean as parents we we do only the best we know how right based on how we were raised and fortunately for in Sasha's case um she had more than a village around her um, she came from a parenting background that wasn't just Vanessa and I. Her grandparents were teachers, music teachers. Her, um, her Vanessa's first husband was in her life as well, yeah. Ramon. Mm-hmm. So she had, she had two dads. She had an uncle who acted as a dad. Um, we had grandparents on my side, uncles and aunts. Everyone was in her life uh, in, a, in a, a large capacity on a day-to-day basis. And then she has amazing siblings. She's got amazing sisters and amazing brothers who actually being the youngest out of five, it's, a, you know, it's afforded her to watch mistakes, see mistakes, <laughs> yeah. try things, get picked up, but also be challenged by your brothers and sisters. And uh, she's definitely got that like youngest sibling um, uh, energy of I'm going to prove all of you. Oh, well, well <laughs> prove all of you. You know, I I have a son, and we have another one on the way. But what I've learned just by reading books now about <laughs> about kids, like the youngest has the biggest advantage because they get to see everybody's yeah. mistakes. They get yep. to see it. They kind of like they already seen it laid out for them. All they mm-hmm. got to do is navigate their own way there. Mm-hmm. So you see everybody's mistakes and, and and everything like that. Do you feel as the youngest mm-hmm. that there was pressure in that? Like that, or was it all supportive? There. Was there ever any competitions with sisters? Um, I don't think there was ever competitions. I mean, like, the fields that we kind of went into, like, my sister, originally, she was a dancer. And I was like, I don't want to dance. I want to <laughs> yeah. And so I, there was no competition with that. And then my other sister wanted to do fashion. And I was like, I don't care about fashion. I want to act. And so there was nothing that really... There was no like successful race, and there was no like okay. nothing like that. Which was every all of us had different things. We like my other brother, he wanted to design shoes. One wants to design video games. So it's like mm-hmm. we're all artistic and we're all striving to be great artists. But I don't think there was ever any kind of like cutthroat. Like, how old were you when your father was in the NBA? Like. So you don't remember mm-hmm. all these championships? None of it. Are- None of it. <laughs> wow. I mean, Does he reminisce to you? He's like, oh, you should have seen me I on know. the floor. LeBron James. I can recall, like, Sasha grew up. Sasha was born during the Portland Trailblazer series in the first championship. Uh, and I recall we game seven, we beat the Trailblazers coming back from a 15-point deficit here in uh, Staples Center, the first year of Staples Center. And Sasha was born literally during that playoff run, starting at the beginning of the Sacramento Kings series. Like, I went before game uh, three. I went, she was born, I flew back and played the game. And I didn't see her again till the night after game seven. 
So how long is that? Uh, like, about a month and a half. Wow. Yeah. So you saw no, her born. I, I saw her born. For a month and, and then half. it was, uh, Phil Jackson gave me those looks like every time I had the idea that I would fly back to see my daughter. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not, she's here. Yeah. Like, she's not going nowhere. Just wait, please. And so then uh, Vanessa, when she could fly out, she flew out on the um on that night and uh we i remember it was one of the greatest nights of my life so you win a championship win, win, and then you win, it wasn't the championship oh. it was the western conference championship, championship. yeah yeah, yeah. western conference championship uh and then i went and saw my daughter for the second time that night oh, i didn't sleep that good. night it was just you know the high was really high yeah. uh but she grew up you know sitting in section 110 against the wall you know her biggest i think joy was the confetti like, i was just about to say. falling down every you know after a win she yeah. still loved that stuff and that's all you were like the only thing I remember, well, it's a weird memory. The only thing I specifically remember is one game, don't know which one it was, being in that section, but being a little bit too far back so that the confetti didn't hit us. And we were like, <laughs> right, right underneath like the little thing. And I remember being like, are you kidding me? Like, I sat through, I'm like four, four years old. I was like, I just sat through all this screaming. <laughs> For nothing. Yeah. Well, I didn't get anything else. I was like, for nothing at all. I was mad. That's the only memory I have. Confetti is supposed hey. to yeah. hit me. The confetti was supposed to hit, and it didn't. Wow. Yeah. That same energy there was, I think, the energy that always, I think, for... Vanessa and I, we always thought this kid's gonna be okay in the world. Yeah, <laughs> um, and I and I remember, and I don't know if I tell you the story. We had dogs. Vanessa brought two dogs home from Broadway. Um, they were like adopt a dog, and she couldn't just come home with one. She came home with two, and and one was called Congo, and the other one was called Cayman, and and one had an underbite. Like had a really serious underbite, but it, they were. They weren't, and I said to Vanessa, I said, are these pit bull? Because one, they got like a little pit bull look in the yeah, face, right? Yeah. And V loves dogs. I mean, love Great Danes, always animals around the house. But Sasha was only like two. Yeah, Just, so you're scared. barely walking. Yeah. yeah, She's two. The dogs are bigger than her. And the dogs started like getting really aggressive around the house. And I'll never forget this. It was the dogs. I was concerned because it was a thing with Vanessa. And I was like, hey, these dogs need to be outside. They can't be in the house. And sure enough, one day, Sasha came in the kitchen out of her room, you know, I think you were even, like, had a diaper on or something, you were just very young, and and in comes the dogs, and they started, bullet, like, bumping into her, and I was like, hey, you know, uh-huh. and Sasha grabbed the dog by the collar, and just started pulling the dog, and I went, I said, so I said, me, took the dog to the door, and like, Pulled him out. And I just went, okay, I think she's going to be she's okay. She's going to be fine. She's going to be okay in the Those world. dogs are so annoying. <laughs> so hyper all the time. Yeah, so were, I wasn't yeah. afraid. They didn't was, last very long. They started yeah. chasing cars and trying to bite yeah, yeah. tires of the FedEx guy. Like, let's, <laughs> that's not, all, that's yeah. not normal. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> he's giving it to someone else. She had vision before you did. You're like, let's yeah. get rid of these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we jump into the movie, I do want to know, how does it feel, you know, winning the NBA championship three times and now looking at basketball today? Uh, d- different era. Definitely a different era of basketball. Uh, we, you know, we had great success. Obviously, great teams with the Lakers. The lull that's been here in L.A. now, it seems to be coming maybe to an end. This group of uh, players with LeBron and Anthony Davis are definitely talented enough. Now, we were talking about this, you know, can they stay healthy, right? Yeah. Health is a huge part in today's game. It, it takes a lot of, obviously, uh, talent and, and, and fortune to make it through a season and win an NBA championship. The thing that probably derails most teams today, I'm seeing, is 
this health issue, right? The load management, the inability to play back-to-back games. They make them a little more brittle than they used to. Oh, yeah, y'all played and back-to-back games. It didn't matter. But we didn't, have an, we didn't try to manage our health. We just ex- we had an expectation that pain and injuries were part, part of, of our job. And so you played through it. I don't know how wise it was to play through it, but <laughs> we did it. Yeah. How would you have done in the game today, your style um, of play? I probably would have um, played a little longer. Um, style of play, um, that's a good question. I didn't shoot the ball from the range that, yeah. that these players shoot it from now. I mean, I was a three-point shooter. Um, I could always defend, and in today's game, the pace of the game is quicker. And I remember as I got older having to lose, come to camp like every year lighter. So I think mean, at one point I played in the league at like 250, and then by the time I was you know coming to the end of my career, I was like 225. Like, yeah. <laughs> just to try and keep up with the – you know, the young, the youth. And so when I watch them today and I go to a game, the speed of the game just seems a lot faster than I played at. So I don't know if I'd have the athleticism, honestly, to keep up for yeah. 35 minutes of how they're moving today. What's interesting, LeBron James today is a big player. But back yeah. then, he would have been a normal size normal size guy. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he's literally, he is the monster yeah. right now. <laughs> if you were watching Space Jam, he is mon- he's a monster. <laughs> Um, and everyone else seems to be a lot, you know, a lot more limber and agile and, and leaner and longer. Not, uh-huh. you know, there was an era that I came from. It, the reason the game slowed down is because we would beat you up. Yeah, we oh yeah, literally would physically, especially when you, know, you played Detroit, you and you you can't touch anybody now. Yeah. You literally can't. You don't. You you put a body on somebody. You check somebody. They'll throw you out. They'll yeah. Flagrant two. Go home for six games. Yeah. You know. So it's just a different era. Game has changed. All right. Let's talk about the movie One Fine Christmas. What's it about? What can people expect? In this movie? Well, Easter's you know a very exciting time of year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We love Easter. We love Easter. Right. But this Easter is not an Easter movie. movie. <laughs> this is Christmas. This is yeah. a holiday. Yeah. And uh, what we've uh, been. Um, blessed to do is not only celebrated for years together as a family. Now we get to work together and tell us a Christmas story about family and uh, those neighbors and the, and the world here at One Fine Christmas is centered around a number of characters that uh, obviously find gratitude in each other and and find a way home during the holidays to celebrate each other and give thanks. And uh, that's something I think that's always the toughest thing to do. Right, is actually slow down in life. Even amidst the holidays, in my character, and enjoy Roger, it, really enjoy it. Yeah, family. really enjoy each other and really stop and listen and, and, and take time to be grateful for each other. Um, is, is, I think a huge message in this movie. Something that, you know, we try to do all the time, regardless of where we're at. Our family's huge and we spread out all over the place, but finding that reason to come together and recharge so, and reconnect. Who do you play in the movie? Roger. I play a, a businessman that's actually on the road during the holidays. Uh, and, uh, her mom, Haley's mom, Susan is, is, uh, one of those, you know, worker, workaholics that really, you know, as a, as a mom that's always constantly going and you can get, I think you can get into that, uh, ritual, uh, especially when you're, you're providing for a family and, and she is even looking past, you know, my interest in just, you know, getting her to be okay with not having to have everything completed by you know the time for me to leave town and uh, head back to the New York coast. Uh, and I kind of invite myself a little bit to okay. the family dinner. All right. Uh, uh, which is she not going to end she, up well. Yeah, I she, can she, catches the, she catches my, you know, my inquiry with it. And, yeah. Um, and we get to share a little bit of the holidays together. And 
get to meet this do- lovely daughter of hers. And and so you play the daughter? Yeah, I play the daughter. I uh, Haley, she's a college kid coming home for the holidays, and she just realizes that, you know, her family situation and just everyone around her is kind of, like, drifted down their holiday spirits, and she's like, what's going on? Let's not do that. Let's, it's Christmas. Let's bring it back up. And so they just, you know, with help, she tries to bring that kind of family dynamic back and kind of mold everyone together. It's interesting right now how big Christmas movies, like the last three, four years, yeah. they're huge. Everyone. Why do you think it is? I think, uh, A, they're, they're, there's a feeling to um, holiday that is undeniable. There's a joy. There's a celebration. Um, and, and when it comes to, for me, when it comes to the holiday season at large, we, we were usually, in my era growing up, we were usually just kind of fed one or two, is either Scrooge or the holiday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. like, so it's a wonderful life or Scrooge. Yeah, you know? right. yeah. And then, and I think just in general, um, this season, uh, this, there's so many different amazing uh, stories that can pop out of, of just this time of year in general. So I think uh, Hollywood's done a good job. Owen is now have th- has three movies of their own uh, to celebrate this time of year. And I think it's a feel good. It's uh, People want these warm, heartfelt stories at yeah, this time. I, I just feel the world is like, once you walk outside, everybody's like yeah. always screaming at each other. Yeah. And, this, and this is a place, at least for the holidays at least, yeah. everybody can come together. And when, when it's all said and done, it's about family yeah. at the end. And yeah. I think that's what brings so much joy. Well, Fine family. Fine, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's about, I, I think it's about that togetherness. Do you remember any family traditions for Christmas? That Was there a dish somebody cooked that you look forward to or something the family did always? I mean, like, the traditional one is obviously going back to New York, like the hometown, uh, mm-hmm. and having, like, going to Christmas uh, service, Christmas mass at night, and then having a big turkey and, like, mashed potatoes and mac and cheese and, like, the correct mac and cheese to add. But, mm. um, yeah, no, I just, like, really just spending time with the family in New York in the house, like, around the Christmas tree, around the dinner table, living A room. Christmas tree. A Christmas tree. I'm, I'm going to tell on this one. What? What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, another little insight into uh, Sasha Fox. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, we, um, we'd always Christmas tree hunt and you know it's a holiday family tradition um and sasha at a, at a very young age probably about two, two three years old decided that she needed her own christmas tree oh. and uh <laughs> with her own presence under her own christmas tree <laughs> so for about a good five years what maybe I I what i wanted <laughs> yes for a good what five years there was the christmas tree <laughs> and it was Sasha's Christmas tree. <laughs> 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 and then I'm telling you, was, was, the Christmas tree is in the living room, and then you walk outside the living room in the entrance by the side, my own like separate corner. And and was that was mine. a must. You had to have that. I don't even know how it started. It started. You demanded <laughs> <When> I, it. <laughs> That's how it started. You're I like, kind of was just like, I want my own, yeah. and then it just turned into a trend and a tradition. Yeah. And, and then, then when it, it stopped, I was. Yeah, <laughs> that's when I truly. Well, it was also it it, it, we, I cut it out when the brothers started complaining. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, you know, look, it, it was it, she was daddy's little girl, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and and so when, when the boys started to actually, I think mean, they were like eight or nine, and they started. It was a, actually, I got a little snapshot of how how much I had. You know, transcended to Christmas when it came to my daughter versus uh, the other kids. Um, the 
there was a blizzard. You remember this? Yeah. She loved the Titanic. Uh-huh. So she wanted a, like a model of the Titanic. Real quick, yeah. strange <laughs> obsession. When yeah. I was a kid, I think it was the movie, and I think it was Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio. Well, you sure. met, but I was she like, met him, so yeah. it was oh, like, the Titanic he's real. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. And so that just explains that okay. short. You fun. just don't want the random Titanic no. out there. No, I mean, no, like, okay. She wanted like, uh, like the six wanted, foot yeah. version in the, I can't remember the, the magazine like, that she found. Like but remote it was like, controlled, could put in your bath. Like so weird. It was like, yeah. it was so weird. <laughs> but she was all about it. And, yeah. uh, and so I couldn't find a Titanic, but on all the other lists where there's enough things I knew to get them off the internet. And, and so I started ordering, but there was a blizzard. Oh. And so the scheduling of the packages arriving should have come over the course of like, you know, a week or whatever, right? But it got backed up for some reason because mm. it was bad weather over the week leading up to the Christmas. And on Christmas Eve, the FedEx guy finally got through. And the boys heard the knock at the door, and they went down, and they saw all these packages coming, right? So they got excited. But I think if there was maybe 40 packages, probably 30 of them were for her. (laughs) (laughs) So when they had to go under the tree, they always went, she was bad enough, she already had her own tree. (laughs) And I went, man, that kind of miscalculated And I just said, I, I said, hey, you know, your list was, I did what was on the list. There you go. <laughs> so anyway, she got, she got kind of like a little heat from her brothers for a while. And they still, and they still kind of, yeah. a little yeah. bit. but it wasn't her fault. She made a Christmas so, list. So, I should have yeah. monitored it. I should have stopped at page one, not page yeah. four, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, like, like I said, we're about to have a second child. We don't know if it's a boy or a girl. We're going to wait. Mm-hmm. But all my friends are like, oh, they're daddy's girl. If it's a girl, like there is a special bond. Uh, that you don't get what's... I mean, you love your sons, but it's different with a girl. Is that true? Yeah, I would say it is, yeah. I mean, it's I. that's been the case. I mean, I've, I've been accused of... Uh, a favoritism, uh, <laughs> flat out. I don't, I don't, I don't see it that way. But yeah. mm-hmm. you know, my you know, boys to me are like pat him on the head, hit him on the butt. Yeah, yeah. go, 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 <laughs> do it, go. you can do it. Attack the dad. You protect your daughters. You know, you mm-hmm. protect them. Uh, did you always feel that growing oh, yeah. up? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mm-hmm. mean, like, yeah, mm-hmm. we've been so chill. Just like we've always had a good bond, good relationship. Like, mm-hmm. I'm very honest with him. A little too I, honest sometimes. <laughs> I just, you know, I talk to him like a friend. I'm like, Dad, yeah. I need advice. Like, no, it's give great. Give me the truth. No, like, I mean, I, I'm not too honest about like my style. Oh, <laughs> do, you not, do you not like his style? What, what, what does he wear that you don't like? He, I mean, like today, looking, how, fine, how looking fresh. I think, uh, yes, I think it looks you know, very good today. It's just like, there are times where... He will just, you, will I, you, I, I overkill. I, yeah. I, I, I'll will give you an wear example. a belt and tuck in the I, shirt I, type of thing? Or? No, I, I, I don't. I'm not a very minimalistic person when it comes to like if I find something I like. So if this is a brand and He's I like obsessed. this brand, I'll wear it here. I'll wear it here. Oh. I'll wear it in my obsessed. socks. Like, and and oh. so I, I don't have. 
I don't have the the style that she's I'll, the taste I'll be like, Dad, you're allowed to wear one of those items? You can't wear all four. That's way too much. Yeah. That's too much orange for yeah. your entire outfit. I'm like, can we tone it down? Tone please? it down a little bit. Yeah. 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 Well, That's did you dress him today? Did you make sure? Actually, I didn't. No. Okay. No, oh, he did this on him. You did yeah. it by yourself? Well, actually, actually, I, if I'm honest with myself, um, I went to the U.S. Open and uh, Ralph Lauren dressed me. Oh, and, and so now it's like like, oh. like a grand a granimal. I just kind of like just put on what he put. Well, he did good. Put, game, go, he did good. Okay, put it back on. Yeah. <laughs> he did great. Right. I, I like that you walked in. Cool. I was like, this is a nice outfit mm-hmm. right there. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, before I let you leave, uh, Rick, like when you were playing basketball and transitioned into acting, mm-hmm. there weren't many athletes that were doing that. Like there was a couple. I think yeah. Jordan made that movie, yeah, like, but it wasn't Mike as big Space as Jam. it is today. Uh, no, but but what I've been most impressed with today's athletes are is that they're they really are not only uh, some of them aspiring to maybe be on the camera, in camera, in front of the camera. They they're actually behind the camera in a very strategic fashion, or, or figure out how to how to have production companies, entertainment based um, relationships with Hollywood. So Life After Basketball, they're using their 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 brands and their and their money wisely to create businesses for themselves after. I think The Rock's done a great job. Like, I'm oh a huge Rock fan. Um, what he's done from you know coming from the wrestling world and then Seven Bucks and the production stuff that he does on camera and behind the camera. Um, LeBron's done an amazing job with his uh, you know uh, his Stony Brook or Spring Brook. I think I can't remember the name of it. Um, but uh, his team has constantly I think continue to grow their their footprint here at, at home in LA. And uh, and then there's so many other guys. I mean, I, the list is long now. I'm a huge fan of a lot of these guys because I feel like the era I came from only thought of how to break into Hollywood on camera, right? Yeah. And uh, this generation is looking at is what I why you always hear me say like she's in school for film and television right now, and I say, look, if you know if you have the the knowledge and the know how to make content, whether it's produce it, direct it, write it, shoot it. All that stuff you can put yourself in whatever you want to put yourself Content in. Content is king, and um, and so as a musician and an actress and uh, model and she's doing it all. But uh, I love that she's in the in school now, getting the you know the the framework of how to. So this question for both of you: If you could act in a scene with anybody alive, who would you want to be in that scene? Uh, for me, Sidney Poitier. Okay. And, I, I, and I, why? He's from the Bahamas. So I, 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 he's, he's yeah. a Bahamian like myself. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've had a few opportunities to, you know, spend some time with Sydney. And I know he's not acting anymore, but that's always been a dream that at some yeah. point connect the dots between he is a, you know, an, a, an actor from the Bahamas and, and a Bahamian and growing up driving over his bridge and, uh, in the Bahamas for years. And then, uh, Really walking, trying to walk the path that he, you know, if it wasn't for his blueprint, you know, as a small kid from the Bahamas, I wouldn't think it was possible. So just at that point, if I'd ever had that opportunity just to yeah. sit in a scene with him, that'd be That'd, that'd be, be great. Amazing. Yeah, Sasha? Uh, I don't know. I mean, like. There's got to be one. I can't pick just one. It's more like it's more like Very oh if I can I know I was like, oh I'm getting there I'm like it's, it's more like oh if I can be in any show or if I can like be in a scene with like you know a cast or something like be a part of a cast I mean like I've been obsessed with Stranger Things for a hot second I watched like the day after it premiered before it was even cool oh, I was okay. watching it uh-huh. and so I've been on the train for a while but 
I am like for a while like that's been just to be a part of like that cast or like American Horror Story that I'm obsessed with American Horror Story I've been since I was like four. You've been trying to get me on that track. I can't watch scary things. No, I can't. This either. kid can watch the you scariest know, things. You know what I think it is? I used to be able to watch scary things till I had a kid. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's a. It's a. When you have a kid, your you mind don't want to think the world is scary. No, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I can't watch scary stuff anymore. Yeah. What's your other one? Riverdale. No. Yeah. No. I don't. I mean, like, I watched Riverdale for the first season. Uh, I just haven't watched it since. Like, I forget that it's even on. Uh, yeah. But um. Yeah. No. I. You talk about those. Two but is there a certain yeah. American actor, horror? Is there story? a certain actor? Like one actor that pops in uh, besides a cast? Is there one actor? I mean, like Leonardo DiCaprio is yeah. an OG from the start. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you remember One. where you met him? Yes. Where? It's the inauguration. I can't even say <laughs> the it. The inaugurational ball. Yeah. The inaugurational ball thing. So I she was, was. We were there. We we're fortunate because uh, her mom was performing, and and uh, we, <laughs> I look over and I see Leo. I've known Leo since he was a kid in L.A. Right? And so I, I go, say, Sasha. He goes, Leo. She goes, <gasps> and we literally go over at the inauguration ball. <laughs> she meets. You know, Titanic, right? Yeah. This is like, she's only, you were only this like eight moment. at the time. She's like eight at the time. This is it. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, never changed. This is the moment of your life. I remember, I will, I regret this so much. I had a scarf on and we were walking over to him and I was like wrapping the scarf around my hands because I was so <laughs> nervous. I was like, what do I do with myself? I was just, just keep on wrapping your hands with the scarf. <laughs> and then it gets to the point, I'm like wrapping, wrapping. And he, he's like, hi, I'm Leo. Nice to meet you. <laughs> and I was like, oh. and I was like, hi. And I was like, I'm Sasha. It's so nice to meet you. And I'm like, borderline crying. I was like, I could have shook in his hand, but I couldn't even. Because it was wrapped it, it up. It was in a pink scarf wrapped in a ball. What a great memory for it. It's so the you weirdest. I literally just put it behind. I was like. Hi. <laughs> and then I just gave him a hug. <laughs> I was so nervous, but yeah, no, love that man. <laughs> and back then, you couldn't take pictures. We don't have, we didn't have those. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't somewhere. Have, like two thousand. That's two thousand eight. So I mean, iPhone just came out. Two thousand seven. Yeah. There's a picture. Okay. I don't know where, I don't picture, know where it is. It's gotta be like that was like before iCloud. So like, <laughs> so yeah, like you like, don't know where somewhere. any of your photos. Yeah, are. I knew Leo. So for me, it was about Beyonce and Jay Z. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and president and, and yeah. first lady. And I was like. Had, yeah, hold on one second. I think, yeah. the, I think Barack and Michelle are dancing right, right now. Yeah. Like, okay, hold on. Yeah. That's nice to see you. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even think. I, yeah. I remember my brothers were like, oh my God. I was eight. So I apologize. But they were like, oh my God, it's Beyonce. I was like, huh? Yeah. I was like, what? Okay, let's take the a who? picture. Exactly. I was yeah. like, Jay what? Jay Z? <laughs> sure. But when Leo had... Leo, I lost my mind. I was shaking. It was bad. That's awesome. Yeah, but uh, you know, you asked that question earlier about what is it? I think about her being raised, mm-hmm. and I give Vanessa credit all the time because you know when you're when you're a celebrity parent, you travel a lot. You're here, you're there. She's a bi-coastal kid. She was in New York, and she was in L.A. She was in school here. She's got fa- friends and family on both coasts, but she has traveled the world. And has been in so many different situations and met so many different people that I think there was a level of um, just experience and culture when it came mm-hmm. to just being out and about in the world, whether it be Egypt or Africa or Japan. Like she would just travel a lot, and so I think that that socialization out and about in the world was something I think that gave her a sense of comfort out. In and the you world. get, and you also get to see like other countries at yeah. their best and worst. She's been to more countries yeah. than I have, and I've traveled wow. a lot. Look at that. She's been places that I want to go. 
Okay. And, I didn't get, mm-hmm. and that's because she. anytime her mom moved, she went with her. Anytime I moved, I'd take her. But it was, it was like, perfect being the youngest because my mom would, like, travel for work. And it's easier to take your youngest kid, who's, you know, just home chilling, than, like, all your other kids who are, like, at college, but could come back and come to the on the trip. But I was just, you know. You were like, I'm ready. I'm, yeah, I was like, I'm not doing anything else. <laughs> so you can take me if you want. It's that is really awesome. up to you. you, you but yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Traveling the world. All right, yeah. so movie One Fine Christmas premieres Friday, November 15th. Mm-hmm. Rick and Sasha, thank you so much for stopping by. Thank, thank, for thank you. Us. Appreciate it. Yeah.